Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. I don't know about you, but there's something so new and refreshing about a new year, a new start. And if you didn't listen to Monday and Tuesday's podcast, I highly recommend going back (laughs) because they will give a lot more context to today's podcast about learning to ignore your haters. We have lots of haters and... One of the great expressions that I've always loved, and I don't remember the first time I heard it or who said it, it was about letting your haters be your elevators. And I think that there are often people in our lives who hate on us, who really are used by God to make us stronger, to make us better, to grow us. I think about Psalm 23, um, when David talks about how God's going to make our enemies our footstools. And to me, that is exactly making your haters your elevators, right? A footstool is something that you step on to get higher, (laughs) to to reach something that you want to get to. And so I think about how in this passage on today, in Mark chapter 10, with our focus on today as verse 48, we're able to see that the haters that tried to stop Bartimaeus really just encouraged him to try harder. So let's dive into scripture. Mark chapter 10, I'm going to read the background in 46 and 47, just in case you didn't listen to Mondays and Tuesdays podcast, but I really hope you go back and listen to them because I think that they will really be a blessing for you. I know that even as I listen to them, <laughs> they bless me. And it's I, I find that I've said things I don't even remember saying, and I know that that's the Lord just speaking through me. So we're focusing on verse 48, but the background is verse 46 and 47. They came to Jericho, and as Jesus was leaving with his disciples and a large crowd, a blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting by the road. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, take pity on me. And here's verse 48. Many of the people scolded him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted even more loudly, son of David, take pity on me. I love, love, love this because there's so much in this verse that is significant. First of all, we're going to pause and reflect though. I'm going to calm my little self down. (laughs) Let's pause and reflect. When is a time in your life that God um, showed you that haters became your elevators, that, that your enemies became your footstools to something greater? Or if you haven't seen that, where's an area that you're looking to God to do that in? And we'll be right back. When I think about haters in my life that I've had to ignore, um, I think I've used this example before, but it's a good example. I think about the teacher who told me my voice was so awful that no man would ever love me. And yes, that's exactly how she said it. (laughs) She told me I needed voice therapy. Um, But over the years, as much as that hurt my feelings and really, really deeply wounded me for decades, I am grateful to God that I didn't let it stop me from doing whatever it is I felt God prompted me to do. And back then, I didn't even know God. Um, But I am grateful that God has healed me from that. You know, it used to be when people would say things about my little squeaky voice, I would be so crushed thinking back to that time where that teacher said that. But now I don't even care. I think about how God has used this little squeaky voice (laughs) to be a blessing for others, to lift up prayers for others, to encourage others. And so I'm grateful that my voice is distinct because sometimes that's what draws people to it. 
and God can use anything. So he's using my little squeaky voice. I think about the importance of not letting our haters stop us because not only do we see blind Bartimaeus not allowing them to stop him, but we see that he is encouraged even more to yell louder. And I think that's so interesting to me that he is, what's the word I want? Persevering, pressing through. Now, I think about the woman with the issue of blood and how she had enough faith that all she knew all she had to do was touch Jesus' garment, the hem of his garment, whereas Bartimaeus feels like he has to get his attention. But I want to also read verse 49 where it says, Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called the blind man. Cheer up, they said. Get up. He is calling you. I love this, that as Bartimaeus is giving the extra needed effort to yell over the people making noise, to yell over the sound of the feet walking by. I mean, I'm sure Jesus and the disciples were talking as they walked by, and then you've got this crowd telling him to be quiet and scolding him. And here's Bartimaeus, who's so desperate to be able to see that he is crying out even louder, son of David, take pity on me. And again, let's not forget the significance. The fact that Bartimaeus calls Jesus son of David shows that he recognizes Jesus as the Messiah and that the Messiah was going to come through the line of David. And when we see verse 49, Jesus stopped, I don't feel like in reality that God's doing something. Jesus is doing something we have to interrupt to get their attention. That's not the God we serve. God is always intimately and accurately aware of what's happening in our lives at all times. So we're not interrupting God when we're praying and we're not drawing his attention to our situation. But what we are doing is we're demonstrating our faith. And that is what Bartimaeus was doing by yelling even louder and ignoring his haters and not letting them stop him and not letting him feel like he didn't deserve this blessing. So when it says Jesus stopped and said, call him, I love that it, the next ver- the next part of the verse says, so they called the blind man because now Jesus is saying, no, I want to see him. And they say to him, cheer up. They said, get up. He is calling you. And it's so interesting to me that they tell him to cheer up because we have no indication that he wasn't cheerful. He wasn't excited knowing that Jesus was passing by. The only thing that I think of that would have made him lose his, his cheer would be them yelling at him and telling him to be quiet and hating on him. And so it's so interesting to me that the haters became the elevators by encouraging him and saying, get up, he's calling you. Which makes me also wonder if Bartimaeus could even, well, obviously you can't see because he's blind, but if Bartimaeus was even aware of how close Jesus was as he passed by. So maybe part of why he's shouting is because he knew Jesus was coming by or he heard all the walking feet, but didn't necessarily know which walking feet were Jesus's. I just get excited that when we read verses 48 and 49, the transition is so quickly from the people scolding him and telling him to be quiet to turning around and saying, get up, he's calling you. So they went from scolding him to helping him. And I think about how if we learn to ignore our haters and to not let them stop us, that we are also going to learn how to see our haters as our elevators because there's nothing too hard for God as we live our holiest hot mess lives. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy, Lord. Help us to learn to ignore our haters. Help us to see them as 
our elevators, Lord God, and help us, Lord God, as we live our holiest, hotness lives to truly trust you, no matter what the situation feels like or seems like, Lord. Let us remember that you hear us always, that you are with us always, and that you desire to bless us and help us to grow in our character as we live our holiest, hotness lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray this was a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest, hot mess life. God bless. Thank you.